Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. I'm Mark. I'm Zoe. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share inspiration. We share struggles. We brainstorm solutions. We would love to have you join us. Hi, everybody. This is Crystal. Welcome to our very first actual quarantine episode of Chaotic Harmony Classroom. All of us are coming live from our homes, which are all of a sudden our classrooms. And we are navigating this weird and crazy time together. Um, The last time that we talked to you, uh, everything was fresh. We had just gotten the news that we would not be coming back to school. At the time, they were saying for three weeks. Um, At this point, they're saying indefinitely. So we are learning how to live in our new normal together. And we're going to start by just going around. How's everybody feeling? Hungry. Yeah, all the time. I really right? lunch yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm feeling fine to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about you guys? It's a day by day thing. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Mark's yeah. good. Yeah, I get to spend a lot of time with family and with Gemma, and mm-hmm. uh, it's it's like these are times that you can't like you won't be able to get back, and so like mm-hmm. in a roundabout way, I'm grateful with the amount of time I get to have. Like I have been able to teach her things. If you're a fan of the show New Girl. Um, on one of the characters, um, they say like all day and I taught her how to say all day. And so she goes, all day. <laughs> and it's just the freaking best. Uh-huh. Um, so just being able to spend as much time as I have at home with her has been, has been pretty, pretty great. That's awesome. Zoe. Uh, yeah, I am. All right. I, yeah, same thing kind of day by day. Like this morning I woke up and I was just so incredibly sore. I haven't been moving around as much as I did when we were out and about. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of the roads are closed down uh, by where I live because I'm right by uh, Balboa Park. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I haven't been walking very much. So I go between, like, not moving and then I'll do one of these, like, streamed workout videos. And I just – I wreck my body. So I'm, like, either really sore or really restless and – um yeah 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 Yeah. ours is definitely a day-by-day thing right now too it's uh it's interesting to watch how the kids are reacting um because they'll go from being completely fine and kids are great because they experience like whatever emotion they're in they're in it all the way so it's like we're either um, doing wonderful and we're completely delighted and and blowing on a dandelion or um, they, they just melt down. So, um, there's, there's been just no in between. They're either super clingy, um, and they need a lot emotionally or, um, they're independent. And so I feel like my moods are definitely tied to theirs right now in a lot of ways. So Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. And, and we're definitely in that whole, like, how do we keep learning occurring in some form at home while both parents have to work from home? and figure this out together. So that's kind of where we're at, but it's been good. We've been doing lots of fun projects. We're making a geodesic dome out of newspaper right now, which is cool. So we're measuring a bunch of triangles and we're rolling up the newspaper into triangles and we're making a fort one hexagon at a time, which is pretty rad. I like, and Preston, my six, my, he just turned seven yesterday. Um, my seven-year-old, uh, he has been begging for violin lessons for over a year. And I just never really had time to focus on getting him started. And 
I have no more excuses. So he's been playing every day, which is really cool. I think one of the pluses from this whole situation for me is that um, I've been able to actually interact with my roommates uh, because I, I, I leave the house uh, around, what, 5.30 or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I don't get back until late also. And I go to sleep relatively early. So I, I don't see them often too much during a regular school year, which mm-hmm. kind of kind of sucks but um yeah now I, I remember the first week we were out um we did an art night together just painted for funsies and I then also that. yeah that was it was awesome. good they're so cathartic and also uh i decided they were i don't remember what led to it but i ended up just teaching them um what was it uh david frigo's uh, uh the mannequin uh activity and we were just doing some movement activities just because, uh, just to have fun, whatnot, and just to express ourselves. Because mm-hmm. you can only binge watch things for so much. And we're not really a binge watching kind of group. So. You got to get up and move. Yeah, yeah you, you do. You got to express yourself. Sure. You got to create. I feel like every time Mark uh, sends out a polo, he's like somewhere in the neighborhood walking around with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, between her and the dog, like, she's, you got to get outside. And yeah. we can walk around our neighborhoods. And so we walk around our neighborhood frequently. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, like Gemma loves to be outside anyway. And so I'd rather have her be outside either in the stroller or the wagon or her little bicycle or just kind of walk around in the front yard. She uh, she helps me pull weeds. And by pull weeds, I mean she pulls all the plants. So there's like this one <laughs> ground covering that she just is obsessed with that she'll just grab, pull. And so now because of that... <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Um, now, because of that, um, it's now all over our front yard, which is great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, we go outside pretty frequently. That's good. What a mess. Zoe has been super busy on this quarantine. Like, this has not been time off. What have you been up to? Yeah, we um, we bought a house, so we yeah. are now moving. Yay. And yeah. almost, it lined up, like the escrow lined up almost perfectly with the time that we've been out. That's crazy. (laughs) So I know. So like, um, it hasn't felt like a break kind of, I don't know. I don't know. My first time buying a house, first time being in a pandemic. So I don't really know what's different. It's just like, just all happening. Like things are happening. I I can't separate them out right now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So when we got off um, for the first uh, like chunk of this quarantine time, we were actually on spring break. So it was just an extended spring break for a minute. But now this is our very first week back to work um, and it's a new rhythm. So um, have you guys found things that are helping you cope like with or without work thrown into the mix? What's helping you get through right now? Cleaning. Go ahead. Cleaning. Yeah. Organizing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoe, you raise your hand. Oh, I know. okay. <laughs> Being so nice about it. <laughs> yeah. We normally talk yeah. all over each other. <laughs> Go ahead, Zoe. Um, yeah. So, like, Crystal, you and I had written um, that that little article at, uh, like, that We're first weekend. With Orf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I... I thought, you know, I really enjoy structure. Like that's something that's important to me. So I made a schedule for myself Mm -hmm. and I, I, 
for the first like two days was able to follow it. Yeah. I think it was the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this is, this has been a very productive weekend. And then I hit like Monday or Tuesday and it was like, nope, <laughs> I, I'm not going to do a project every day. Like that's for <laughs> multiple projects every day. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, like what I was saying before, just like my body feels different right now. So like every morning I, I just have been trying to take it really slow, like not trying to just like dart out of bed and get going, just like slowing it way down and just asking like, what is it that I need today? And mm-hmm. again. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm feeling all of that too. Like, um, at the beginning of this, I was like, I'm going to be super productive. I'm going to have all this time to write down my ideas that I haven't been able to write down. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to process out all of my brilliant lesson plans um, that I've come up with. And I think, I think Zoe, like we're not alone in um, maybe overestimating what we were going to be capable of because we didn't, factor into account that there's a lot to kind of grieve right now and process emotionally. I know I didn't give that very much time at the beginning, but um, I'm beginning to understand now like this, it's not just an extended break. Like this is a, this is a transformational time, you know? Very much so. Yeah. yeah I'm not, my computer and my internet is unfortunately cut out. Um, That's okay. But I, I, I don't know what Zoe said, but I, I, on the topic of grief, yeah, I, I think I shared this on the last podcast episode we shared that uh there was a lot lost in the uh the mix of things in the first week yeah. i think it was it, i'm glad i gave myself time to grieve yeah uh, all i did was on i was on the couch just like either playing video games or just drawing or something um what's helped me though is coping uh, session past two weeks though has just been being, being productive now that i gave myself that opportunity to grieve just doing cleaning as you guys said or making random videos, um, which I think we'll get to later. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been good being productive. Um, and after that whole breathing process. Yeah. Yeah. And, and some days you have energy to do all the things and some days you don't. Mm-hmm. Mark's been busy. I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, doing cool yeah, stuff. So I, uh, I had more planned for kind of what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I think in those grand plans, I forgot to factor in the, I forgot to factor in Gemma. And, yeah. uh, and this goes for anyone with kids um, or in a house with multiple people, you know, like they're unpredictable. And there have been days where I set out to try to do something and Gemma is just like, nope you are not because I'm going to be high needs or I'm going to want to do this and that and the other. Mm-hmm. And so we, I typically do. So I, I started kind of a YouTube channel and I've been doing short little activities. Um, I will not even say lessons, but I just say like they're activities um, that are musical activities. Um, there's been rounds, there've been some clapping games. Uh, there's been echo songs. And I do a lot of that during Gemma's nap because my wife is also working. She works for an e-commerce company, so she does a lot of stuff from home. So she still has stuff that she has to get done. And so I had these advantageous goals of wanting to do so much more, but like in reality, 
I basically have enough time to kind of shoot it and to start editing. And I've never edited anything before. I've never done with audio and like video. I've, I've never done it. It's all brand new. Mm-hmm. And so like I've seen it, but I myself have never tried to shoot a video and try to do things. And so I'm learning on the fly and trying to do all this. And then when Gemma wakes up from her nap, like if Brianna needs to work, Brianna's work kind of takes precedence because like, you know, um, so yeah, it's, it's a it's a learning curve and in full transparency, you haven't been great at it. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're trying staying busy in that aspect, but yeah. The, yeah. when this first happened, I just went into, I was 100% in teacher mode, like, um, feeling like so ripped apart from the kids in this really traumatic way. Like I didn't get to say goodbye and worried about them and just thinking about how, how can I reach them and how can they still have the comfort and familiarity of school? And so I got really into setting up my, my, recording space and made a schedule of all the lessons that I wanted to record and um, put together that article for reverberations about like how to set up your video and um, was just like really convicted like we're probably going to be out for a while we have to be prepared Um, we have to get to the kids and then after that first week um, I realized like okay family first (laughs) Um, my, my kids need me right now. I have an entire house full of people that I need to take care of. And that is all I have emotional energy for right now. So right now. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm frozen here. Seems, no, you're not. Like, you're, uh, we can I'm see sharing the space with the other. Oh. John, we can hear you. John, we can not hear anymore. you. Oh, <laughs> uh. it connects to the internet. So that's like, Six i devices connected to the internet for me, and that, like three devices. So it means they, we have nine things hooked up to the internet at once at max. It's so. not just you; it's it's us too. Like we have a really great internet plan, and it keeps dropping all of our calls. Just yeah. I think the neighborhood is just overloaded. Yeah, we're also at peak hour right now. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. okay. We're gonna take a deep breath, and I'll cut right. this as many times as I need to. Well, I, no, I think this is important. I think this just shows how difficult it is to get into video conferences. Yeah. Uh, and try to communicate, try to have a, com- a conversation with a coworker if you need to, to convey an idea. It's yeah. not easy from this virtual setup because as we have mentioned, at this hour, so many people are using the, the, the Wi-Fi. It doesn't matter how good your plan is. So you, right. You don't have much bandwidth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so that leads pretty well into distance learning, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> So we've all kind of um, dipped our toes in the water in different ways, uh, trying out different apps. And it seems like every way that we have talked about or tried to get lessons out into the world or reach out to colleagues, there's 15 problems associated with it and a giant learning curve. (laughs) It's not just me, right? (laughs) I think the thing that's really stressed me out is that there is so many different approaches to how you can do this. I watch, uh, there was this conference, uh, Victoria Bowler and- Oh, it was so good. I only watched like a half of it. It It was really good, but I had other things to take care of, unfortunately. But like, they were talking about one approach. Um, and then um, we're on right now, our district, um, our, the VAP, many of the VAPA teachers in our district have been part of this Marco Polo chat. We're just sharing ideas and whatnot. And um, all of them are just different ways. And I'm thinking to myself, what is the way I can uh, communicate effectively to my kids? Mm-hmm. And me being me, 
um, I'm thinking, oh, crud. It's like, okay, Mark's doing this. Should I do this? Oh, Crystal's doing this. Should I do this? Uh, Sasha is doing this. Should I do this? And it's it's really overwhelming. What is the way that I should do this? Mm-hmm. And John, knowing you, you'll try to record like a 15-minute video for every single student in your school. Yeah. Because you're an overachiever. <laughs> The first time, maybe, and then I realize it's too much. I, 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 <laughs> I, right now, my mode of process is I'm going to be recording YouTube videos and sending it to, to my to my students, but I'm only going to make one video for every other grade per week, and I'm probably going to be cutting that down more and more as the weeks go on. But like, that's the goal. Meanwhile, I'm still questioning: is that the best way? And the answer is: there's no best way. Mm-hmm. There is no optimal way to get to your students. This is the situation we're in. Not every student's going to have a laptop. Not in the, it's just, it's a cluster cuss of a mess. Yeah. We sent out a survey. Um, my principal sent out a survey to the families in our school to find out what they even had access to. Um, and we had about, I think we had about 40 people fill it out so far, which was more than I expected. So, um, but even that is, you know, probably 20% of the families that we really needed to reach. If that, um, you know, if, if everybody has like four kids um, and uh, seven of the people who responded don't even have paper and pencil right now because we have such a high rate of poverty and homelessness. Right. Like our kids, you know, like most of them have some sort of mobile device, but it's like their obviously their parents' phone and they need it for work or they need it to look for a job because they lost their job and they can't be giving it to their kid all day. Um, no, they, they don't necessarily have internet. If they do, they're facing the same lag issues that we're facing on this call right now. Um, yeah. Or or it's just a really Always. slow plan. Yeah. Um, our school put out like uh, – access to low-cost laptops for kids and so we went and picked one up because we didn't have a good device for the boys um but uh when we got it it's a windows machine and it's almost impossible to um to put parental controls on you have to basically like like hack the machine in order to put parental controls on the darn thing so like there's there's so many issues with the distance learning. I don't, I don't know. Um, and so at first I was thinking like, I'm going to do kind of what you were saying, John, like I'll do three lessons a week. I'll do K one, two, three, and then four, five, six, um, and just divide it that way. But then even that we're getting feedback from families with multiple kids that that's too much because I might put that out for music. And if they have three kids that are all in those categories, that's three different plans for them. And then my art teacher would do the same thing. And then all three of them have their general classroom teachers and all of their work. And it's just, it's just too much for the families. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. And so they're, they're encouraging us like come up with a weekly VAPA plan right now. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to change directions a little bit. Just so John, if you want to continue. I was going to one little tidbit. Yeah. Isn't it like, these are optional though. That's the thing. These are, that's the, that's my biggest caveat, which I feel like is awkward, but it is what it is. I get that there is a lot of stressors or not. I I just think for a family, if you, if you hit them with too many things and you say they're optional, if you give them bite-sized doable things, they'll do them. But if they get too many things, they won't do any of them. I, I think that that's sure. I get you there. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? 
Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm in no means a spokesperson for our district, but um, our district has kind of shifted our focus to social-emotional wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, And so not even social-emotional learning um, or instructional learning, it's social-emotional wellness. Yeah. And so I think for us as teachers, it's it's difficult to kind of switch that mindset, especially as music teachers, because we, there's this constant feeling of like, I have to overperform, you know, my, my value to the school is based upon how well I perform, how well my kids are performing. And if I'm not there directly instructing them, they're not going to perform well. And Mm -hmm. so I think that we need to kind of take that and just like discard it because like our district isn't even asking that of us. And so Crystal, like you were saying, and John, like you were saying is like, we think, and there are, you know, uh, what, 40 music teachers, 30 something, 30 to 40 music teachers in the district. And we all have all these things and these thoughts and these things that we want to do, but it can be overwhelming, you know? Yeah. And totally. so I think like for me and the approach that I've done is I've put out content mm-hmm. and my goal is for it to be accessible at any level. Mm-hmm. And so I have two nephews um, from my hometown, Tachapi who are five and three and like they don't have a music teacher, an elementary music teacher. Um, my sister is homeschooling. That's another thing. But like I, they can participate in the videos, but mm-hmm. then I try to do it in a way where like, if I have a sixth grader who I teach, they can also kind of participate because it's singing, it's mm-hmm. echo. Like it's, it's simple and like they don't have access to instruments. Mm-hmm. And so I know that they don't. And I know that some of them don't have access to a lot of things. And so like, for me and the content that I've created and that I'm going to still continue to create is going to be in the mindset of like, this is a potential, it's a four to five minute video. You can sing along if you'd like, just to see, especially for my kids, to see a familiar face. Mm-hmm. And then also though, like it reaches those families um, in other cities, like my sister who don't have it. And so like they can use it for their content, like as a, and I, I want to use the term loosely, like music education, because it's not, it is, but it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just exposure, I guess, to kind of what a music education can look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on top of that, I have a friend who teaches here in San Diego and we were talking and she told me like, she has students whose families have moved to Mexico because they can't afford to live it because they lost their job. Yeah. And so like, I'm sure that there have been people um, close to us who know people like that and like, yeah. they've just left, yeah. but like, they're still our students and stuff. And so like, and mm-hmm. I, I'm trying not to like, it's, it's a fine line. And I, I don't know, like for me personally, I don't know if that, if that is my kid's situation. I don't know that, but like, if it is, I want to make sure that they have something, if anything, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's positive it's uh it's not it's not equitable and yeah yeah no that part is really hard like the equity component because like um like our school uses class dojo Mm -hmm. but um like most of the teachers i think all of the teachers are connected to it um but like you can see how many views it has and it's about um, like the most viewed posts will get less than half, like around like 45% of families looking at it. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, um, so like 
what I uh, was thinking in that first week of like, how can I connect with families um, or like share music stuff? I thought about like, okay, what's in my wheelhouse? Like, what do I feel comfortable doing? Mm-hmm. And I thought about our podcast, actually. I thought about our rounds of the week. And I, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we have tried like harder rounds, but it, they're all songs that we can do. And granted, we're like, we're trained musicians, but um, I think like, like what Mark was saying, it being accessible to a family, like any age, I was like, okay, I can do that. And so I, I tried out acapella, just doing rounds by myself. And that was actually, that was pretty fun. So I, um, I recorded, not acapella, I did, um, I recorded myself like singing in segments, just echo. And then, um, now, and I just prompted like, if you want to sing along as a round, like here's where you would start. And that was the first thing that I posted to our school. And it is the most viewed post that I've ever put on Dojo. And that's like including all of the concert notifications, like people. Uh And I put this in the first week that we were out. Mm -hmm. And it's so now it's been three weeks and people are still watching it like for the first time or whatever. So it was really interesting because there were teachers that were like, this is exactly what I needed. And I... like I, I didn't realize, you know, like teachers, they need they need this too right now. Yeah. Absolutely, the opportunity to do something like. Yeah, and it's been said many times on social media, but isn't it beautiful that during a crisis, people are turning to the arts for comfort? Mm-hmm. You know, people are pulling instruments out and dusting them off from their closet to make music with their families. They're watching a lot of Netflix. <laughs> they're listening to music. They're dancing, um, painting. I want to add on to that last bit because like, uh, yeah, a lot of us have been doing Netflix and also watching just watching shows in general. I kind of touched on this earlier, but um, as a society, we consume so much and I feel like yeah. that's the first thing we go to is like yeah. watching videos and doing stuff. But like, as I've watched a lot of my, uh, my students' families do stuff as it's progressed from just doing TV, it's begun began to stretch out into doing arts. And I think mm-hmm. because we consume so much, we forget the desire of us to create more and more. And I think these are great opportunities for us to create, or rather us creating videos or doing whatever gives families the opportunities for them to not just eat, but do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if I can backtrack a little bit, kind of talking to that, that usual um, way that we operate as music teachers with the, our value is tied to performance and to making splashy things. The first week that we were all in the middle of this, we saw many, many, many virtual ensembles hit the internets and isn't that wonderful and every single Facebook group that I'm a part of for music educators was how do I make a virtual ensemble and I was like oh girl (laughs) that's a process (laughs) Jonathan would you like to talk about your first process he made a legit video it was legit really cool it was super cool talk about what you did so um so I knew that this would be a big process, um, but I was 
a little bored. <laughs> and also, <laughs> secondly, I, I knew that as Spring Music Concert was coming up soon, um, I didn't want to just leave them out to dry. I wanted to do something in a virtual uh, choir kind of uh, sense. So this was kind of a beta test. So I mm -hmm. asked my teachers. Um, we just so before that we just had a big caravan session where all our teachers got into cars and just honked in the neighborhoods of our students just to give them one one big like cheer for the kids. Um, and the day after, I decided to email them back saying, "Hey, that was a great job. What if we did something bigger? What if we did a virtual choir?" Um, so I had 20 people uh, join in, and um, just with them responding was already a lot of process, uh, was already a process because, so how in depth do you want me to get into this? I just give the, the overview, like what did sure. you learn? <laughs> what did I learn? Um, I cognitively knew that this was going to be a big process. Yeah. Um, I lived it out though. I, I would consider myself, I, I know how to um, audio engineer stuff. So I had the, that aspect down, but video uh, editing was, it's kind of new to me. I've done it before, yeah. but never to the process of layering stuff where you, you have 20 videos all at once. Mm -hmm. It was an ADR process. Yeah, 80 up. hours. Yep. Yeah. So um, I know I could probably shave like probably 10 hours off the next time I do this, but it is a long process no matter what. Yeah. Um, and it is unrealistic for people to think that they could just come on in and, oh, let's just do a Zoom chat and, <laughs> and record our people. And like, there's actually funny stuff online of people trying to do the holiday chorus. It's almost as bad as when we had the holiday chorus with the, with the, the worst organist where she picked yeah. up the transpose pedal instead of the... Um, the tutti pedal anyways pretty good you can't That's do that on zoom because of latency no. issues as you probably witness right now with uh this video if we decide to use a zoom call it's there are bad latency issues there are um, well yeah. a few months ago we after aosa conference with our new buddy manny from reno um mm -hmm. we were like hey we're gonna call manny and facetime him and we're gonna do like round of the week with manny on facetime and we learned real quick <laughs> that and that was not work. possible <laughs> it was hilarious yeah. and it was unsuccessful that just um, means we have to get manny to san diego I, so we I, can do a round together so manny sweet after, after this situation is done that's right yeah <laughs> right now you've got seen plane tickets are probably real cheap right now i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway that was a yeah. joke listeners that was a joke um so yeah i we've we've learned a lot um and so yeah it's tempting to want to like maintain all these things that we do like that are that are normal life and cling to some version of normalcy and so i think that that is behind the drive to still put out like a performance for your school but it's just not realistic in the middle of taking care of yourself and I mean I'm taking care of kids like there's there's just a lot of layers to this thing um, and I think this is the time to kind of take a deep breath and go inward and and slow down I think also when you watch those videos it's always done by a professional group Berkeley uh, college students they are well-trained individuals or like uh, I've never seen Nashville group as well. Like these are professional musicians. These are not just uh, middle school, elementary school groups. Yeah. These aren't just elementary school teachers. These yeah. are uh, professionals that understand their craft. And it's important to kind of like 
gauge yourself. If you want to do this, great. But the things you see are done by people who have done it before. I think like if anyone is really like really wanting to do it, like I would encourage you download the app acapella, record yourself singing something and then try to record yourself either like try to line it up and like it's, it can be really challenging. Like even, even a few seconds off, you know, it doesn't sound good or it's not going to sound good. And so like there is this real, this real struggle with it. And like, it's not for everybody, which is a bummer, but like, Mm -hmm. That's, I think that's what also makes when it is done well, like John, like your video, like yeah. it, it's really special and like there's, there's something behind it. And if you know the process, like you appreciate it even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we were yes. having chit chat before we started recording and talking about John Krasinski's some good news and, and how the cast of <laughs> Hamilton crashed the Zoom meeting and totally heartwarming made me cry but that did not happen over a zoom meeting (laughs) that was pre-recorded that was (laughs) pre-recorded yeah that was a lot of work on somebody to put that thing together or probably more likely a team of people working on it together yeah yeah so um we are going so is there anything else in conclusion that you guys wanted to say to wrap up our discussion I, I did want to add something to the yes. um, virtual ensemble topic because uh, John and I have been chatting about this because like I found that video to be so just like entrancing. I've watched it so oh, many yeah. times now. I, it's just so cool. It is cool. Um, and I'm noticing like little details that you did, like the little like tinkling sound at the beginning. I really like and, um, But anyway, uh, I so I how I could do this, um, if it would be feasible for me, because I have some experience with like Audacity and Soundtrap, but not a lot. I've never done a full ensemble. I've done like maybe three tracks at a time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, I've just been watching like tutorial videos. And like I was saying, I, I got onto acapella to see like how that works. And um, so, uh, yeah, so I reached, I reached out to my school and there is some interest in my staff, um, in doing it, but at the same time, it's like, people don't know what it takes to go. Like, I don't even know really like how much work it is. Um, but I found this one, um, blog post by a blogger in Australia. I think she's, it's her blog is midnight music and she her it's all music technology and uh she was like music teachers stop asking how to do virtual (laughs) ensembles and so she broke it down and she was like even acapella like even though it's a great app it has like so many little things finicky things that you're gonna have to figure out on your own Mm -hmm. and um i think by the end of it, like she had given some great alternative examples of how you can um, use technology and still be collaborative, do ensemble type things. Like you could just do audio and like do like a picture collage. Like that's one way to simplify. Um, But then you're still doing audio editing. Um, But what I have been thinking is it's like, it's so easy to go down the line of comparing ourselves to like people's current selves and not them like their past self when they were figuring it out. 
-hmm. you know, like we, (laughs) we have to like, or I have to just be weary of, um, like comparing myself and being okay with like, okay, it's not going to be a masterpiece today. I, I also like, I want to encourage myself to be curious and like, okay, if I, if I want to try something, like just cause it's hard, doesn't mean I can't do it, but it might not turn out like <laughs> that quality or I might have one, to modify it for myself. That was one realization I came to when I was, uh, doing the, doing the process, it was, this was the first time I entered something that was entirely new for me. Like when I did ORF, I was learning a lot of stuff, but it was, you know, deviated off of things that I've already understood because it's music. Video editing was entirely new process and I was failing hard. <laughs> there was a lot of, like I posted a status like while in the middle of the night, it's like, I am not screwed up things this much before um in the learning process and it's like i can imagine like how much our students struggle right. with you know like yeah. it's, it's it's kind of a humbling process because once again this is not like reminder. this is not like it's 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 entirely new and a lot of kids this is entirely new as well yeah um so it's humbling just put it that way yeah absolutely and i think as we like that applies to any teacher trying to do distance learning right now or like times 10, any kid that already struggles in the classroom now trying to figure out how to learn through distance learning. We, we can't forget. Um, we have, I heard somebody say, whatever you have planned for your first week of distance learning, cut it in half and then cut it in half again. (laughs) Because like, not only are you going to struggle figuring out how do I record it? How do I upload it? Um, and how do I reach out to the kids and make sure that they're getting it? Um, the kids are going to struggle with, what's my password? How do I turn this device on? Yeah. How do I navigate to that site? What do I click on again? You know, like there's there's a huge learning curve and we're not there hovering over their oh shoulders. Oh my gosh. I I learned that right before the quarantine because yeah. we have, we're piloting, um, we're piloting the music program Quaver. Quaver. And so I discovered uh, there's, this, uh, there's a feature on it that I wanted the kids to do. And mm-hmm. so I was with my sixth graders mind you. And so I put up on the screen, like, all right, go to this website, use this code, it'll get you in. Mm-hmm. And I had so many kids like, wait, how do I get there? What do I do? And so it was, it was, it was shocking to me because like, I, in my mind, like, okay, it's there, I'll go to the website. And then the passwords in yellow. Like I felt the directions are really clear. And mm-hmm. there were some students who were successful in doing that. Mm-hmm. But then there were a lot of students who weren't. And so just those things like we take for granted, like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can I can go to a password of a Zoom meeting. And if I don't know how to get in, I can problem solve and I can go back and go do this. Like those are things that we that we just do because we're adults and yeah. we forget yeah. and I forget. Like a kid doesn't quite have that just quite yet. You know, like that hasn't been taught to them and that's well, That's we think just, we just assume that kids are good at technology because they grew up with sure. phones and they grew up with technology that we didn't have. They're not good at it, though. They're good at their favorite apps on their phone, whatever that happens to be. Like yeah. they, they could do TikTok. Like <laughs> that's what they're good at. They're not good at they can't even type. Like I was completely shocked at some of my sixth graders typing skills when I was helping them with a project with arts integration. I was like, wow. But that was something that I didn't know how to do till middle school when I took a typing class. So of course, and we, yeah, we forget all of that. So here our poor kids are like at home, like 
trying to learn and trying to navigate all this new technology right along with us. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, there's a lot of steps. I have um, one thing that like, Crystal, you had actually mentioned um, in that week that we were uh, like being told to, we needed to go home uh -huh. from school. Um, and you were like, I grabbed my stuffed animals. Mm. And I was like, oh gosh, did I remember my stuffed animals? And I actually had um, taken all of the like fluffy things out of my classroom to wash. And yeah. so I, um, yeah, I found friends. my uh, one stuffed animal that stays up at the front of my classroom, Lemon the lemur. Uh -huh. And I found that like having her in my like incorporated into my video just took so much pressure off of myself. Like mm. I was trying to do um, like different levels of body percussion with the stuffed animal and I was just messing it up so hard and it was just, but it was funny because when I'm watching the video, it's like me with a little stuffed animal, like just <laughs> pooping it up. And like, I think just having that attitude of like, okay, like this is, this is fun. Like it's, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to have fun with it because it, uh, <laughs> like it, it could either be fun or it could suck. Yeah. I, I actually, so going back to what you said earlier, Zoe, and I wanted to share it, but then the whole internet froze. Um, you're talking about comparison. You were talking about that bit. Uh, yeah. And I remember I came to the realization why I was working so hard during spring break, which was not good. Um, yeah, that, that's not smart. But um, one of the things was I was thinking about how 30% of Americans were losing their jobs. Yeah. And here I'm actually, I'm one of the lucky ones. And I was trying, I, it was a sense of me trying to prove my worth. And mm. that wasn't, you know, healthy. And if anyone else struggles with that, like a music teacher, that's not a healthy mindset. Mm -hmm. I recognize that now, fortunately. But um, yeah, I know the guilt mentality that we have jobs grateful for it should not be the reason why we're trying to create content because that will just as you're saying earlier Zoe just it's not fun you're just making it yeah. of guilt and so it's a little check mark that I have to give myself well and I'm so I'm finding that um a lot of my like family members um or friends um who are all over the place that are still working have been reaching out to me right now um, mm. and asking like, what are you doing? And like, they need that, like something just creative or fun to look at right now. Cause it's so tough, like going into work for people that are just like, it's like that load is so heavy. I think um, we, we do have something to offer right now. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and hopefully we'll be able to take care of all those people yeah. on the yeah. other side of this so they can rest. And on days that you have the energy to offer that, then it's a beautiful gift to give. And on days when you need to cocoon up and take care of nobody except yourself and making sure that you're eating nice things <laughs> and taking good yeah. care of your body and of yourself and of your own heart, like that's important too. So yeah. Yeah, like it's it's easy for me to feel like I need to carry everybody's burdens right now and be doing everything that I can to keep you know the music going and and take care of everyone's needs, but that's it's just too much. Um yeah. 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 As my husband blinks in and out of the background. <laughs> <laughs> This is our lives right now. <laughs> I know. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, guys, I, I have a lot of hope. I think um, there are going to be beautiful lessons learned through this time. I really do. Um, and I think that uh, I know that we're going to be okay. Um, but I do also understand that this is one of those moments in history where everything pivots. So, um, yeah, whatever that looks like and whatever that needs to look like, bring it on. Um, so it was interesting how in the middle of all this craziness uh, with learning about, with coming back to work through distance learning, uh, we found out last night uh, from our VAPA coordinator that we, for the third year in a row, are a best communities in uh, for music education by the NAMM Foundation. So yay! Yeah. And I was just reminded as I was reading that, that we didn't grow our programs in, you know, in any kind of easy circumstances here. Like we, we pioneered the whole way from the very beginning. And so this is just a new way in which we are being asked to be pioneers and, and we can do it because we're scrappy and we get stuff done and we're, we're going to get stuff done and we're going to reach our kids and whatever it looks like when we go back, um, we're going to go back and we're going to, we're going to pick up where we left off and it's going to be okay. So, yeah. That's all. How good is that first lesson going to feel back in our rooms? Oh, I'm going right? to cry all day. Right? I'm just going to I'm just going to take all the hugs that are offered but, and I'm going to um, cry. <laughs> one of the things that like we take out of this or that I've taken out of this is like you look at it and realize that everything we have can be taken away so easily. And yeah. so like how many days have we taken for granted that we see our kids? Mm -hmm. How many days have we gone in and just been like, ugh, what am I going to do today? And like, rah, 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 and like huffed and puffed. But like when you take it away, we miss them. We miss our kids. We miss all of the kids, you know? Oh, and like, yeah, so much. The, the crappy thing is like, we're not going to get to see those sixth graders in our classroom again. You know, and so like that's hurt. That hurts, and that's a bummer. Like there were some sixth graders, like that just they're they're such a delight, and they're such good people. I like um, this group a lot. Yeah, you know, and like it's it's tough, but that just means that when we get when we get to go back in our new sixth graders, like we need to cherish that even on a on a deeper level. You know. Yeah. It's reminding me to cherish my family too. Like, like the uh, like yesterday, Brian was about this far from my face, and he's like, "How are you? You doing okay?" Like he's just like hovering super close, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" He's like, "I just feel so distant from you." He's like, "You're upstairs, I'm downstairs." Like, and I'm like, "Brian, we've been in quarantine together for 24 days." <laughs> But how many, but it's like you were saying before with the roommates, John, like how many days do we have where we get up early and we work hard at all of our separate things and we come home late at night and we hardly talk to our families. This is a really precious time together and to, yeah. to get to ground ourselves and the people that like we're quarantined with because there are important people. So yeah, like keeping that focus where it needs to be. It's, it's good. It's sad to be separated. And it's good. Yeah. Well, um, in spite of the fact that we are in four separate rooms, we did have an idea for a spiccato. Before that, if the internet does not trash on me, <laughs> a hard backwards turn. Woo! Um, yeah. 
guys, I, I'm sure you're all doing well, hopefully. I don't know what I'm saying. Let's go back. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for being a part of this, uh, even amidst the quarantine. Um, and hopefully this, this show has been a helpful time for you, either inside or outside the whole quarantine session. Um, what would help us a lot to make sure that more people can be part of this community is to go on to YouTube, uh, actually before YouTube, go on to uh, iTunes and let's, uh, go to a podcast app and make sure you let send a review. Share us your thoughts. Um, we want to hear from you. Also, go to YouTube if you're listen listening there. Make sure you subscribe. helps us a lot with the visibility. And if you have any questions, you can always email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Okay, let's do this spiccato. Yeah. So my idea for one of my lessons um, for the week is um, doing echo drumming with whatever you can find in your house that could be a drum. So I, I brought drums. Um, but uh, what did you find, Zoe? I got a little box. Oh, she has I've a box. Got, um, oh, she's moving. A little bean can. Perfect. Without a label already. Yeah. It's ready for crafting. <laughs> I like uh, it. Also, man, have you guys been seeing those um, parades for first responders? Mm, yes. Yeah. 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 Like, use these so go cool. outside and cheer for your first responders. But I, I, I haven't seen them go down my street, which is weird because, like, I live on such a busy, like, mm -hmm. main street in San Diego. But we haven't started it. I, I might just start it. And maybe yeah. the first responders yeah. will start coming out. <laughs> I think that's cool. What did you find? What did you find, Mark? Trash can. Yes. John John? It's clean, kind of. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have a mug, and we can Ooh. definitely make some high pitch sounds to this guy. You should smash it. No, I this have, is my, my roommate's mug. I cannot smash this. I have a Costco-sized thing of jelly beans. All right. So it could be a shaker. Alright, so um, my thought for my video is I'll just do like I'll be like and then everybody echo. Mm. Yeah. Um There's so bad latency though, but we'll try it. We could do like musical telephone, like Okay. Uh, me and Zoe and Mark and John. We'll go That's that cool. way. So wait, what's the order? Me, Zoe. Mark, John. Okay. Great. Okay. 
I can't hear it. Can you do it again? <laughs> yeah. I'll get near my mic. I, did, I, yeah, I can't hear anything. Oh, no. No, do it again. Okay. Oh, this is musical telephone. No, guys, guys, instead, instead oh, of okay. the, you should sing Hamilton. So. Oh, look. That's fun. That my arm disappears when I do that. Ooh. Did you hear that? <laughs> Zaza, your turn. <laughs> so I, I win. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> I, oh, I see what's going on. Okay. Yay, Zoom Spicato. Okay. Your turn, John. Wow. I'm next after you. Mark. This is why Zoom ensemble practice is really hard. <laughs> really hard is a very kind set of words, but it, it is near impossible. All right, Crystal. Now I want Jelly Bellies. Oh, oh they're so good. I Just... get this for Brian every year when they come out, and every year I come home and I hand it to him, and he says, "There's no way I can eat all these in one night." Like <laughs> <laughs> Every year. Um, it's such a good joke. We've got to repeat it again. I just want it to be known this is for paper shredding and paper shredding only. <laughs> Everybody just was so really worried not. about that, Mark. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> just in case. Okay, so for our round of the week, instead of a round of the week, we are going to be embedding Zoe's fabulous acapella video. And I thought that we would do the quarantine song of the week so that you can see what we're all up to. So we'll start with Zoe. Mark has put some awesome videos out into the world on his YouTube Thanks. channel. They're great. He should be on TV because he's awesome. Um, I'm putting some stuff up on YouTube. Um, Jonathan made that awesome ensemble video. Are you going to be doing any YouTubing, sir? Oh, I definitely will be. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Definitely. Is the, the, uh, your video is public, yes? Yes, it you is. You don't need a link? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Put that down there. Yeah, put it on your Twitter. Round of the week. Um, shall we go round robin? Where can people find you, John? Oh, usually the other one does this. Okay, sure. Uh, people can find me at uh, Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N on Twitter or Instagram. And how about YouTube? Do you have anything up there yet? I do, but I do not know the the link immediately. Uh, okay. I need a little little oopsies, but anyways, we'll I'll link have it that. later. We'll, we'll link it later. Okay, Mark. Yeah, you can find me um, across Instagram now. That's new. Um, just hit 100 followers. Yay! Yeah. Um, on Instagram, on Twitter, and if you search in YouTube, like I don't have a fancy handle on YouTube, but if you search on YouTube, Mr. Keemer, um, you can find me on all those uh, platforms. I also have a website, markkeemer.com. Yeah, you do. I've so done a lot of things over the break. Yeah, they look great, too. Thanks. So. You can find me on Twitter at Ms. Kumagai. And you can find me at Finny Vapa on Twitter. Um, I just made a Mrs. Pridmore Instagram that has no followers. So if you care to follow, you can. Um, and then I'm uh, Crystal Pridmore. <gasps> oh, thanks. I should post. Um, and then I have um, Crystal Pridmore is my YouTube channel and my um, my spring closure 2020 playlist is where i'm posting all of my lessons if you want to see what i'm up to so nice. 
And uh, John, you want to cover the Chaotic Harmony stuff? Yeah, yeah you can find us at uh, Classroom on the Twitters, on the Instagram, also Facebook. As also mentioned earlier, you can uh, email us if you have any questions at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Stay healthy. Stay home. Take care of you. Bye. Namaste. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore, Jonathan Seligman, Zoe Kumagai, and Mark Kamer. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com So I sat in, I imagine that we're going to redo the intro. No. You sat in what? I sat in on my staff meeting and we used Microsoft Teams. Yeah. And because uh, like you can't see anybody, Uh I just grabbed my bass and I played bass the entire time. (laughs) I was was legit playing recorder during mine. (laughs) During mine, I was on the chat room just like saying a bunch of trolling stuff because my principal could not see any of it because he was too busy on the presenter uh, on the presentation so will it be a troll oh yeah it was good yesterday we were